You're listening to Rama for Today. You've got to recognize you got a need before you can do anything about it, and then you've got to go find some Word of God. See, what I like to do is recognize the fact, yeah, I'm sick. I'm in the red. I need this or I need that. But then armed with the greater facts of God's Word, I stand ready through faith to make a confession to combat that fact. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth Hagan on his teaching, Faith That Works, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message. Now, you don't really realize it, but every time you walk out and get in your car, you're saying, I believe this car is going to take me where I want to go. You're not, you, 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 don't, you don't really voice that opinion, but you, 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 you unconsciously believe that. And what do you do? You go out there and you add some action to it and it works. The Word of God is the same. It says some things. We can believe it all we want to or say we do, but until we put some action with it, nothing will happen. You see, as I begin to look into this, we begin to see people. There's a whole bunch of us sitting out here. Short, tall, skinny, big, large, little, all kinds of us. And we all face all kinds of problems. You know, we encounter a variety of situations every day. Everybody here has already encountered many, many situations this day. Right? All right, now, when we encounter a situation, we have several voices speaking to us. What people say. Do you know some people rule their lives? Well, what people say about them? What's people going to say about this? Number two, we have the thoughts that the enemy brings to our mind. Satan suggests to us. If it's in the area of sickness, we have what the symptoms are saying. And we have our own thoughts and our own fears about the matter. Then, we pick up the Word of God. And we have another voice that begins to speak to us. What the Word says. Now we face an important task. What are we going to say about it? What are we going to do about it? What are we going to choose to believe and accept? What are we going to choose to say? Are we going to say, Oh, I'm never going to make it. Oh, I knew this was going to happen to me. Are we going to say what God says? Are we going to give way to despair, unbelief, self-pity? Are we going to say what the Bible says? By his stripes ye were healed. Himself took our infirmities and by our sicknesses. By his stripes we are healed. Are we going to say what the Word says? Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Are we going to say what the Word says when he says, All of my needs are met according to his riches and glory. Are we going to say what the Word says when he says, I'm a conqueror in Christ Jesus. I am an overcomer. 
Or are we going to say what people say? Are we going to say what the enemy say? Are we going to listen to the enemy and say, well, yeah, but now the enemy will say to you, yeah, but now that was for somebody else. That wasn't for you. That's not for you. You know, for the longest time in the world, every time you got a good scripture and tried to stand on it and believe God for something, you'd start believing God and somebody say, oh, yeah, but that's not for us. That's only for the Jew. That's only for God's chosen people. And finally, one day, somebody discovered Galatians 3, 13 and 14, which says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, cursed everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus. And then he went on to say, Paul went on to say, in that same verse, if we be children of God, then we're Abraham's seed. Look at verses 7 and verses 29 of that same chapter, and he talks about it in both of those verses. And now we begin to see, and we've got something to confess there, that the blessing of Abraham is the Gentiles through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, through the redemptive act that Jesus made for us. No, now, I want you to get, get back to something here that so many people are doing. Real faith does not deny the fact. Now, listen to what I say. Listen to me very carefully. Real faith does not deny the facts. If the books are in the red, they're in the red. If you hurt, you hurt. If you hadn't got no money, you ain't got no money. If you're in trouble, you're in trouble. You don't go around saying, no, I'm not in trouble. Well, one man I heard of, his wife had filed for a divorce. And he said, no, nope, I'm not going to believe that. I'm not going to make that kind of confession. Hey, brother, that wasn't a confession. That's a fact. Accountant comes in, tells one businessman, said, hey, this business is, is in the red. It's going bankrupt. Nope, I'm not going to listen to that unbelief. I'm not going to make that confession. Now, hey, wait a minute. That, that, that's stupid. No, wait, don't get upset with me and think I'm going to get out of faith here. I'm going to show you what you have to do. You've got to recognize the facts. Let me ask you a question. If you had never recognized the fact that you needed Jesus, could you have gotten saved? You've got to recognize you've got a need before you can do anything about it, and then you've got to go find some Word of God. See, what I like to do is recognize the fact, yeah, I'm sick. I'm in the red. I need this or I need that. But then armed with the greater facts of God's word, I stand ready through faith to make a confession to combat that fact. You see, so many people, they get, they get their confession all mixed up. They think that by not confessing it that, it won't, that it's not a fact and that's wrong. If it's happened, it's a fact. You're confessing it's not going to have any, any change on it. I'll tell you what you can do. You can go to Father and say, Hey, Father, listen, I'm, I hurt. I got a need. But your word says. And then you begin to make a confession based on God's word. You see here, we just read here in Proverbs. Chapter 3, verse 5. 
Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not in thy own understanding. And then we read in the in uh, Proverbs 6, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken captive with the words of thy mouth. One translation says, Now listen to that. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not thy own understanding. Then it says here, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Now let me show you something. You see, when you begin to disconfess the facts as they are, you're leaning to your own understanding and that's all you're ever going to get. It's there. You can't deny it. It's not there. It's there. You've got to, I mean, you know, you, you get off over here in something else to, to try to deny it's not there. That'd be me, like me saying, I'm not going to confess that speaker there. I'm not going to believe that's there. That'd be like me saying, I'm on. I'm a, there's, there's a full house here. Somebody said, well, there ain't nobody in this place. Nope, I won't make that confession. I'm not going to make that confession. They said, somebody sitting in every chair. Well, no, you know, you say, I'd be stupid. Hey, this is, this is the same thing some people are doing with finances, with healing, and so forth and so on, and that's one of the reasons they haven't gotten anything yet. If they'd come over and line up with the Word of God and say, hey, look, God, I realize that the facts say this, but I also realize that the greater facts of God's word says contrary to that, and I choose life. I choose not to stare myself. I choose not to be taken captive with the facts, but I choose rather to live with the greater facts of God's word. And upon that fact, then you begin to make a faith confession based on the greater facts of God's word. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? You see, there's been so much perversion in the faith message until people have got it all messed up and all confused when it is a truth of God's Word and when it's taken in the right context and put to, put to use like it's supposed to be in line with God's Word, then it works. And excuse the expression, but it works like magic, so to speak. See, there are some people trying to make faith confessions and confessing and saying the right words work when they don't have the right lifestyle. Hello? They won't live like the devil and confess like God and get all the blessing. That don't work. That's another subject. I won't even get into it. Now, as we get involved in this a little further, I want you to realize that what I'm talking about, faith, and making faith confessions is not light and careless and frivolous. And too, people, too many people make something light and frivolous out of it. Oh, have you got into faith walk yet? Well, I'll tell you what. When you got saved, you should have got in it because it says by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourself. And that's when you got the faith in the first place when you were saved. And I think this modern day lingo, have you got into faith walk yet, is... Some people's idea of a get-rich-quick scheme and so forth and so on, and that's not what it is at all. I'm going to tell you that right now. You've got to line up and get the whole counsel of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. There's a lot of people not seeking the kingdom. They're just wanting the things. They're seeking the things. They're seeking the money and the cars and all the rest of it. Hey, that's part of it because God said it was. 
But you see, a lot of people got over here wanting the benefits without doing the job. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the mini book from Kenneth Hagan entitled The Past Tense of God's Word. Also, there is another mini book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled A Better Covenant. And last but not least, the three CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan, Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death. All this for $16.95. That's $7.95 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Craig Hagen and Denise Hagen Burns. You know, um, actually speaking to rhema.org, I mean, anything you want to find out about the ministry, you can go to our website, rhema.org. You know, you can read the Word of Faith magazine online. You can listen to Rhema Praise things that you miss. You can watch conference videos. You can do a lot of things at rhema.org. Also on our Facebook site, um, we encourage you to go to our Facebook site. In fact, um, our services right here in in Tulsa are actually broadcast live on Facebook Live as well as rhema.tv. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue with Kenneth Hagin's life-changing message on faith that works. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.